So I thought back over the course of this decade that I've been making money online through my online businesses and came up with four of the biggest reasons I experienced a lack of growth in my business, along with four strategies that helped me get past my struggle to make those orders and that helped me push past plateaus. These are tips that will help you increase your sales, increase your revenue, and get closer to your goals. Welcome to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. I'm your host, Precious Henshaw, and I've been in e-commerce for over a decade. I started my first creative business in 2012 on Etsy as an 18-year-old college student, but never really had the time to grow my business to where I wanted it to be until now. I'm scaling up from freelance creative work to earning a full-time sustainable income online, and I'm sharing tips, tricks, and strategies with you that I've learned along the way that are helping me get closer to my full-time goals. Follow me as I talk entrepreneurship, successes and struggles, and the strategies I'm using to build a business that supports my lifestyle so that you too can achieve your wildest dreams. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. Let's begin. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. Are you currently experiencing a plateau in your business growth? Does it seem like you can't scale past your current revenue or maybe you're struggling to make any sales at all? I've been where you are before many times. It can be so frustrating to not be able to make the sales you want. So I thought back over the course of this decade that I've been making money online through my online businesses and came up with four of the biggest reasons I experienced a lack of growth in my business along with four strategies that helped me get past my struggle to make those orders and that helped me push past plateaus. These are tips that will help you increase your sales, increase your revenue, and get closer to your goals. But before I get into this episode, if you have found this podcast helpful and inspiring in your journey, if you learned something new or I gave you an idea that helped you in your business, could you kindly take a few seconds to leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, or leave a like and a comment on YouTube if that's where you're watching? This tells the platform that you find my podcast valuable and it helps my podcast rank higher so that more creatives like you can find it. I really appreciate it and I love to shout out the people who leave comments and reviews and I can't wait to shout you out when I read yours. So the first reason your business isn't growing is because you have no idea who your ideal customer is. You are not clear on who exactly your products are for. If you are marketing your products to everyone, you are speaking to no one. You're not standing out enough as the solution for your customer's needs when you aren't specific enough in your listing description, for example. You need to be speaking directly to your ideal customer. If your product and listing aren't clear enough, Your customer will gloss over it and move on to another seller whose listing speaks more directly to them. So for example, my shirt design business, All Year Round Designs, originally started out as me selling digital designs for all applications. I would mock up my designs on tumblers and mugs and clothing and hats. And in my listing, I would say, this design can be used on tumblers, mugs, apparel, any application. But I noticed the majority of my customers after they bought and left a review with photos were actually using my designs for t-shirts. That's when I honed in and focused just on customers who were DIY shirt makers. Now my mock-ups are 100% on shirts, 
Now my listing description speaks only to shirt makers. I no longer suggest that my designs can be used for other applications because I want my shirt making customers to read my listing and to say, that is for me. That's why my conversion rate is over 8% now compared to about 3% before I did this. Conversion rate tells me of the people who click on my listing, how many are adding it to their cart and buying. And more customers buy my listing immediately after clicking because it speaks to them and only to them. Do I get customers who use my designs for things other than shirts? Yes, absolutely. But by focusing on what my shirt makers wanted, by putting my mock-ups on shirts instead of on other things, it eliminates confusion for them and they buy my designs the most. If a customer is confused, they won't buy. It's now a no-brainer decision for them to buy my listing. It's a psychological thing. It reduces friction and makes them more apt to buy my listing than to buy someone else's who might market their designs as being for every single application under the sun. So you need to know who your ideal customer is. What exactly are they using your products for? I found this out through my sales history, but if you don't have any sales history, then try a few different niches until you find one that sticks, and then double down on that. When you know your ideal customer well and you write your listing to speak directly to them, your listing will be like a magnet and your sales will start to reflect that. For more about finding your ideal customer, listen to episode 40. The second reason you're not seeing business growth is because you're not investing enough time and or money into your business. You cannot maintain a business with no money, and you can't maintain a business without putting in the time and the work. A business is not a perpetual motion machine. It requires constant, consistent investment. If you're in this thinking that you can grow a creative business and make a whole bunch of money without being willing or able to invest money or time into it, you're out of luck because that's not how business works at all. If you think you can just put in the work once and just set and forget your business and go on vacation all year while things run on autopilot, you're in for a rude awakening because when sales for your best-selling items slow down or stop completely, then what? You need to constantly put time and work into your business. Every business requires tweaking of listings and of photos and product offerings to remain optimized. You also need to introduce new products, which requires time and money to make. Selling platforms also are always changing and that requires work to maintain. If you're trying to start a creative business so that you can pay your rent next month, it's not going to happen. Honestly, you need a job because a business requires money to be put into it long before it generates money for you. Businesses are often unprofitable in the beginning, and by in the beginning, I mean within the first year. Meaning, you should expect to put money into your business without seeing it again until 6 to 12 months have passed. That's because there's a learning curve with every business model. You need to do product and market research. You need to study trends throughout the year learn about your customer, and that takes many months. And in this time, you also need to buy supplies and inventory. You might need to pay listing and transaction fees. All of these investments need to come from somewhere. So as an example, my shirt design business, which I started at the end of 2021, required many investments in both time and money. I uploaded hundreds of listings to my store between September and November to see what would sell best, and even though I got hundreds of orders for Christmas, 
I didn't make any profit that month or in January because of the designs I invested in. Only two were bestsellers. I also spent a lot on ads because I wanted to learn the buying patterns of my customers as quickly as possible by being highly visible on Etsy. I didn't see my first profit until February, which was my near 10K month. But without the time or the money I invested beforehand, that five-figure month would never have happened. That $10,000 month happened because I had done the work of uploading all those designs to my store. I had built up the visibility and the traffic to get that high volume of orders. Plus, I had the previous couple of months to get better at writing my listings and knowing what photos converted the best. But I also had the money to invest in all those designs and to pay for ads and to hire graphic designers because I have a high paying job and the disposable income to invest in my business. If you don't have that kind of capital, then you probably won't see a profit so soon, which is why I said give it a full year. You might lose some money or just break even before then. But throughout this time, you're learning so that next year you can kill it. And even if you see some profit sooner than later, that should be invested back into the business because the next month you might be back to losing money. February was great for me. March, not so much. April, not so much. I didn't see those high volume sales again until May and June for Mother and Father's Day. So it takes time to learn when those ups and downs happen. After a full year of studying your metrics, you'll have a good idea of your high seasons and low seasons throughout the year, what products worked and what didn't, and you'll also know much more about your ideal customer and their wants and needs. You might have spent too much money on some products that didn't sell well, or spent too much on ads because you were trying to figure out what converts the most into orders. That money that went down the drain is the cost of learning, and every business incurs this cost. Without those investments, your business goes nowhere. So no, you're not going to pay your rent next month. And in fact, you should have a main source of income in the form of a job so that you have something to invest into your business. In fact, the bigger your business becomes, the more expensive it becomes to maintain. As another example, as you know from episode 74, I started selling on Amazon. I'm expanding my product line there. But Amazon, unlike my digital business, is a physical product business model, meaning I have to buy inventory before I can sell said inventory. So if I didn't have the money to buy inventory to sell on Amazon, I couldn't have started. And as my sales increase and I need to buy more inventory, I will need deeper pockets. If my demand has a sharp increase and suddenly I need to buy 10 times the amount of inventory, I would need to have thousands of dollars to buy that. Otherwise, my business would become stagnant and never grow, which is what you might be going through. It requires constant investment. And the bigger my business gets, the smarter I will be and the more I will generate, but also the more I will need to grow it even bigger. The third reason your business isn't growing is because you're spreading yourself too thin. I mentioned earlier that when I started my shirt design business, I had uploaded lots of designs to my store within my first few months. I saw what sold best, then I focused only on those bestsellers. If you are just posting listing after listing without ever looking at the data to see what's actually selling and what's not, then how will you know what's actually working? All you'll have are a whole bunch of products that may or may not be generating any money. The more products you have, the more of your energy is tied up in all those products. Instead of constantly uploading new listings, 
upload 10, wait a few weeks and see how they do, then remove the ones that aren't making money. Then rinse and repeat that process the next month. The difference is that if you have 100 listings and none are selling, you'll have to figure out why. You'd have to go in and tweak the listing, maybe try new photos, change your description. Are you really going to do that 100 times? Or would you rather have only 10 to focus on at a time? You're actually wasting money by having too many products because you have to pay fees on all those products if you're selling on Etsy. And if you're selling on Amazon, buying inventory for even 10 different products is expensive. So for an inventory-based business model like Amazon, I've been sourcing one to three new products every month to see how they do. That way it's less money wasted on inventory and listing fees and less time spent on photos and listings and more money in your pocket and more time to spend thinking up your next bestseller. The fourth reason your business isn't growing is because you need to hire help. Do you think that Apple and Amazon and Google and all these big companies grew to where they are today with the CEO doing everything? That makes no sense. There's only one you, and so your production capabilities will always be limited by you. In order to get past a revenue plateau, it requires more hands. So for example, I'm selling these crafting kits on Amazon for my shirt making customers. And right now I make and put them together by hand. These are one of my best selling products on Amazon right now with a 40% profit margin, which is pretty good for an Amazon newbie if I do say so myself. I send in between 10 to 15 kits to the warehouse per week and they sell out within the next two weeks. However, once my kits get to a point where they're selling faster than I can make them, I will need to hire out the production to a manufacturer. That's multiple hands as opposed to just mine. Once I get there, I will have thousands of kits in my inventory a week, which would be impossible for me to produce myself. If you are making things by hand, you cannot scale by yourself. Of course, it has to make financial sense to outsource help, so you can ask your siblings or family members or friends to help you before you have the money to hire someone. And hiring doesn't have to be expensive. I hire graphic designers to create my designs for around $1 to $20 per design, depending on how detailed it is. When I get to the point of needing to hire a manufacturer to make my kits for me, I'd probably be looking at a $500 to $1,000 investment monthly, so again, Back to point number two on needing money and time to invest in your business for it to grow. If you can't invest time, you have to invest money. If you can't invest money, you have to invest time. So either I break my back trying to keep up with demand for my craft kits, or I come up with the money to hire people to help keep up with the demand. And of course, since I can see the kits getting in higher demand, it will make financial sense to do so at that time because I have such a healthy profit margin and I'll be able to make back that $500 to $1,000 investment. So there you have it friend, four reasons your business isn't growing. One, you aren't clear on your ideal customer and need to be speaking to one specific person in your listing. Two, you aren't putting in enough time or money into your business. Three, you're spreading yourself too thin and you need to reduce the number of new products you list so that you can more easily hone in on your best sellers. And four, you need to hire help because you can't grow and scale your business alone. I hope this was insightful. Tell me which reason resonated with you most. Leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube or take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my Instagram at freelance to full time. And 
Until next time, friend, take care. Thanks for listening to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. If you found this episode helpful, leave a like and a comment below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio, take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my Instagram at Freelance to Full-Time. Also, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. This helps my podcast rank higher and helps me reach more creatives with big goals and dreams just like you and me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until next time, friend, take care.